fact that you're still alive and still on this earth, even though it's been challenging and rough, and sometimes you get discouraged and uninspired to keep going. God has a plan. You will grow through what you go through. Don't be sad, be grateful. Don't dwell, do. Don't complain, create. We got this. As long as there's breath in my lungs, there's hope in our hearts, and giving up's not an option. You and I and we, no matter what your unique situation, your storm, your struggle, your trauma, your abuse, your wound, your scars, no matter what they are, you are not a product of your past, you are not a product of your environment or your current unique situation, but you are always a product of how do we navigate through our storm. And so we're all waiting for perfect. It's an illusion that will never come to you. And it's an excuse to never show up and play. Your story is not meant to be your fortress. Your story is meant to be your fuel. You cannot win the war against the world if you can't win the war against your own mind. That dream is not going to wait and say, take a breather. It's going to say, come catch me. Catch me if you can! You gotta block out all of the noise around you that's gonna tell you you can't do it. Just believe that you can. Tell yourself I am more than my circumstances. I am more than my demons. I am great and I will give my gift to the world because this is what I was born to do. Go get it, son. Go get it. Be sweet. 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 Go get it, son. If you're going to see it, if you're going to see breakthrough, then you are going to have to be okay with the process that is required. The one thing you need to do to go where you've never gone before, to have what you've never had before, is to change the way you think. You're at the edge, watching someone else live, wondering what it's going to be like when you jump without ever jumping. And I'm just here to tell you, jump. Believe that you can. Believe it's possible for you to have it. Don't lay on your back. Anything that comes your way, you got to be prepared to accept the challenge and go through it. And stop thinking about the negative. Stop talking about the negative. Ask yourself, what would amazing look like for you? As long as that heart is pumping blood, you're not dead yet. They haven't put rose petals on your box yet. Make sure every breath you take counts for something. Continue to pursue purpose. And we all got a purpose. Every one of you in this room were born to not just exist, but to experience life. Every one of you in this room, you were born to leave your fingerprints on history. Nine years ago, man, I, I did this and I would encourage some of you too. I took a piece of paper and I wrote down my dreams and my goals and I slapped it on a bathroom mirror. And every single day I, I would wake up and I would look at it. And I said, every choice that I make, every decision that I make, I'm gonna bounce it off. Is that gonna help my dream become real or is it gonna help destroy my dream? 
And if the choices that I'm making are helping my dream, that's the choice for me. But if the choices we're making are destroying our dreams, that's not the choice for you. You have to learn to become mission, goal, dream oriented and not in the moment impulsive oriented. It's like when you look in a rear view mirror, when you look in the rear view mirror, the words read things in the mirror are closer than they appear. And I need every one of you young men and young ladies to understand that your dreams and your goals, they're right there in front of you. They are closer than you could imagine or even even think about or dream. They're right there. I don't care if you're the seventh grader up to the senior right now. What you want to become and what you want to achieve, it's right there. Things in the mirror are closer than they appear. And the doctor, the teacher, the scientist, the cardiologist, the cosmetologist, the athlete, the entertainer, the musician, whatever it is that you want to become, it's right there in front of you. But the choices and the decisions that we make are going to matter. And we've got to stop letting the opinions of people that don't really value you and what they think about you hold you back from breaking free and running at this thing with everything that you've got, man. Because the dreams, all of those things, they're right there in front of you. But it's the choices and the decisions that we make these are the, the currencies that are going to purchase that dream. Decisions are currency that purchases those dreams. Prioritizing your life is the currency that purchases those dreams. What you do is what's going to matter. Some of you got to stop playing and start recognizing that this is your moment. Don't you dare give yourself away for something that you're not because you want to fit in. Don't do it. Don't you dare do it. I know these are real issues and you're wrestling through life, man, and you're trying to figure out up and down and left and right and where am I going? I'm telling you guys, you're at a place right now on this day and this month and this school that I'm talking to you that you can realize something. This is your moment to change. This is your moment to realize you don't have to do or be what anybody else thinks of you, what anybody else expects you to be. You can be you. And you can become what you want to become. So those dreams and goals that some of you have that may seem larger than life, good. That's what I want you to go after. And don't let the fear of the failure, don't let the fear of perfection hold you back. You won't be perfect. You will make mistakes. But I promise you this, you're never going to know if you can sink or if you can swim unless you jump in the water. Somebody that says that something is impossible has not tapped into the power of their will. You can't do what everybody else is doing and think you're going to do something great. You got to do something different. You got to do something extra. Listen to me. You have to think it all the time. You got to think about it when you're sleeping. You have to breathe it all the time. You have to visualize it all the time. You have to be transforming all the time. But now is not the time to give in. Now is not the time to give up. Now is the time to double down. You get yourself in a position where you start to doubt yourself. You have no faith. You don't trust what's coming next. 
But there is nothing that could come out of this if you don't have the faith and the capabilities of pushing forward. Impossibility versus possible is a matter of the will. People that get the job done, they have a will to get it done. So many of us are so focused on the how, and we say the how is so cumbersome, it is so daunting, it is so hard, so challenging, that I don't want to do it because, because that how is too crazy. The how doesn't matter, it's, it's the why. If it don't challenge you, it won't change you. If it won't challenge you, it won't change you. People ask me, would you let success change you? Listen to me, people got it twisted. It ain't about, will success change you? You gotta change in order to get success. The change happens first. If you want the impossible to become possible for you, you gotta believe in yourself. You gotta go make it happen. No more waiting for it to happen. No more blaming, no more excuses, no more accepting mediocrity. Stop blaming your mama. Stop blaming your daddy. Stop blaming your neighborhood. Stop blaming your husband. Stop blaming your wife. Stop blaming people. Start grinding. And the only difference between people who lose and people achieve is the person who achieved tried one more time. You must understand that you are a unique individual and you have all the things that you need within you. I need you to go find a mirror right now and tell yourself, I'm possible. I'm possible. I'm possible. What is impossible is possible for those who believe. Stop thinking about they and start thinking about you. Everything is not going to go the way you want it to go. You have to understand that the struggle must happen. Weakness will come. And all of these things that you are enduring right now in your life is just going to teach you rather than necessarily break you. You don't have to give in to these circumstances. But you can learn from them. You can give it what it needs, but don't give in to the weakness and the satisfaction of giving up. There is nothing that can come of this. There's nothing that you can achieve of this. Don't satisfy the misery. Instead, satisfy the hunger to be more than what you are today. Turn the impossible to the possibility. How long does it take for you to respond and get back to you, back to your grind, back to your dreams? At first you hit last time and you quit? At first you hit last time and you threw in the time? Not this time. No, 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 because you're stronger. Not this time, uh-uh, because you're smarter. Not this time because you're more determined. When was the last time you believed in you? You believed in everybody else. You've bled this long, you've cried this long, you have suffered this long. The moment that you accept the fact that if you will shift your perspective, that your perspective is no longer your prison, but it is your passport, it is your plane. You got to have the grit and the tenacity to push forward and give it a little bit more than what you have right now. You got to sacrifice your feelings. 
You got to sacrifice your emotions. You got to sacrifice your sleep. You got to sacrifice your own way of thinking. You got to sacrifice your own way of doing. You got to sacrifice your own way of being. You got to sacrifice the old you so you can become the new you. You got to make sacrifices if you ever want the impossible to become possible for you. You have to work due diligently. You have to believe that there's more work that has to be done day in and day out. Sometimes you may even feel defeated. But just because you feel defeated doesn't mean that you are. You may be depleted, but you're not defeated. And you have to have the will to carry on. This message is for everybody and anybody that has enough guts to believe that they were born to make a difference, that they were born to make history. I refuse to be average. I am allergic to average. I was born to leave a mark. Impossible. It's possible. So continue to fight forward. Continue to believe in yourself. Hold on to the possibilities. Get away from the negativity. Push yourself. Believe in yourself. And go as far as you can. Your world, this journey, is a, is a beautiful picture. Every one of you are drawing a picture with your life. You're the artist. Your hands and your feet are the paintbrushes. And the choices and decisions you're making right now are the paint strokes. You can, you can paint whatever picture you want to paint. You can become whatever you want to become. But your choices and decisions that you're making right now matter. I could slow down and make choices that build and don't destroy. If I can make choices that grow and don't tear down. If I could learn to feed positivity and starve negativity, man, my life could change because hard work works, make good choices, great things happen. Hard work, I'm sorry, there's no way around it. Hard work works. We can't cut corners. Every A isn't an A. And I say that and what I mean is you can jump on Google if you want to just to get the answer. But you're not robbing your teachers. You're not robbing your parents. You're not robbing the school. The only person that you're robbing is you because you're trying to take the shortcuts. Not every A is an A. Hard work works. And the great thing about hard work, especially in our culture, our world is lazy. Everybody will talk about it, everybody will post about it, but not too many people want to do it. And if you will just find the courage to begin to chase your dream, to make choices that build, to put in the work by default, instantly, because most people are lazy, you separate yourself from the crowd because everybody talks and posts, but not too many people want to roll up and go. Hard work will always outwork talented people that don't want to work hard. You can control you. You can't control what they think of you. You can't control what they're doing, but you can control you. And hard work will always outwork talented people that really don't want to work hard. Every one of you, no matter where you're at on the spectrum of this journey of life, you can absolutely take your life with full authority and become whatever you want to become, man. Diamonds, diamonds are made 
beautifully. Diamonds are from coal and from pressure and from heat. And it takes an immense amount of stuff and from that dirt and from those coal mines and from all of the dangers of that struggle and that stress because something amazing happened, man. Some of you have been going through a lot some things have been intentional. Some things are just things that you were dealt with in life that you had no control over. But what I'm telling you, regardless of what the circumstance is and what you've been going through, there is beauty in the ashes, man. Remember the time when you wanted more. Remember the time when there were people in your life that did not believe in you. Remember the time when you honestly gave up on the possibilities of the uniqueness that you had inside. Remember there was a time that you complained so much, but yet did so little. There comes to a point in your life that you must recognize that there's a little bit more that has to be done than just complaining about it. You have to realize that you don't have any other opportunities waiting for you if you're not willing to work for the first opportunity that's been given to you. You don't have a lot of time left. So there's no reason to complain. You're not even in a position to complain. You have to figure out that there has to be another idea about you and you have to understand that there has to be something even greater and more challenging waiting for you. And if you're not willing to step outside of your comfort zone, if you're not willing to understand the principles and the possibilities that you have within yourself, then everything that you are thriving for, everything that you are hungry for, will soon come to an end. Now I'm not here to preach to you about this. I'm here to let you know that there are things that are going on around you right now that are far greater than your complaining. You complaining about so much but yet you show no action. If you could trade places with someone right now and the person that you are trading places with may have it just a little bit tougher than you have it going on in your life right now. So many people are suffering from so many things in this world at this moment, but yet you're complaining. So many people in this world right now wish they could trade places with you. But yet you're still complaining. You don't have that right to just give up. You don't have that right to just throw in the towel and say that it's over for you. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to understand that the reason that you are existing in this world right now is because you have things that must be done and only certain people are qualified to take it to the level that it needs to be taken to. For there should never be a limitation 
to wherever it is that you are seeking and how far you are willing to travel and how far you are willing to go. Sometimes people tend to get a little lazy. Sometimes people like to put themselves in this little bitty box and just say that they are okay with where they are. There can never just be an okay to anything when it comes to that life. There should never just be a complacent mindset. How do we evolve? How do you evolve? How do you grow? One thing about success, there are going to be many struggles. There are going to be many challenges. And there are going to be a lot of things that you may not even understand. But you got to go back to where it started. Remember when you wanted more. Because you cannot satisfy your hunger with negative energy. Being negative doesn't help you to grow. Being doubtful doesn't give you the power that you need. You have to come to a point in your life that you must realize that there are things that are going on that is testing you. And maybe you may be in a position where you feel that you are broken or you feeling that you are going to be broken. But I'm here to let you know, ladies and gentlemen, that you are built to last. I'm here to let you know that you don't have the right to complain anymore. I'm here to let you know that you got to keep on living and living on strong. I dare you to take a trip to your local hospital. And if you have an opportunity to walk down those corridors and witness so many different people, different age groups, different ethnicities, and each one of these individuals are fighting something, they're dealing with some type of sickness. And some of these sicknesses, they may not be able to recover from. I dare you to walk down a neighborhood where there are many people that are homeless and have no place to go, no food to eat, barely even have clothes on their backs. I dare you to realize that maybe you just don't have it so bad after all. Maybe it's time for you to realize and recognize that your troubles are not that bad. Maybe it's time that you realize that you need to get away from the drama that's in your life. Maybe it's time for you to stop chasing misery and start chasing your dreams. Reconnect with yourself. Because this is not the time for you to be wasting putting yourself back instead of pushing yourself forward. Ladies and gentlemen, you have so much, so much to offer, so much to give, so much to do.
But doing it and sitting around waiting for it to happen, it's just gonna stay in neutral. You have to electrify the desire that you have, that you once had. So the next time you feel like complaining, you feel like worrying, and you're so concerned about other things that doesn't necessarily concern you, ask yourself, is it making you better? Is it taking you higher? Are you going further? Or are you just being complacent? Complacent and complaining and worrying and doing things that are not better for you. Are you gonna realize that maybe just going up that mountain does take a little bit more work than just having something handed to you? Are you gonna be that person that realizes that if and when you get to the top of the mountain, it don't just stop there. You got to figure out another way to go even higher. You have to electrify and get all the things that are necessary within you to start doing the things that you need to do so when the time comes, you can kick down that door and move towards the possibilities of being the best of who you really are. Don't lose yourself and the things that's not gonna give you the strength and the capacity of understanding that you matter for something. Don't lose yourself in fear. Don't lose yourself in doubt. Dare yourself to be better. Dare yourself to be unique. Dare yourself to be the best possibility that the world has yet to see. I'm on government assistance and I run out of money and I had to buy Pampers for Jelani. And I had $11.42 in the bank. And I remember wrapping my son in a towel for two days. I remember the second day, like you said, I had my, my hand on Jelani's stomach and I said, don't worry, baby. Mommy will never be this broke or broken again. And that day, what shifted for me 
was I was willing, and I don't know if this is gonna sound crazy, I was willing to completely die to any form of me that I had been so that I can birth the woman that I was becoming. The reason why a lot of people won't become who they want is because they're too attached to who they've been. And you hear it all the time when people say, I've always been this way. Okay, well, if that's working for you, keep doing that. I knew it wasn't working for me any longer. I had hit my version of rock bottom. So I was willing to let go of everything and everybody. See, another reason why people won't get there is because the doorway is for you to fit through. You're trying to carry everybody else through because you're trying to be rescue 911. And you got to rescue you first. I am much more valuable to my family and to my community because I was willing to let them go. Go through the door myself, teach myself, learn myself, condition myself, and then come back and get them. I'm much more valuable to them now. But I had to go through a window time of 10 years of judgment. You leaving us, hanging out with white people all the time. You going to these crazy countries. We, we don't know what you, I, I had to be willing to, to allow my conviction to make me inconvenienced. See, we want to grow, but we want to stay liked by everybody. I was willing to be my own rescue at the risk of your approval. But most of us aren't like that. Facebook is example, we want to be liked. Well, I woke up and I like myself today, so your like is extra. My, my job is to like me first. I was willing to say every day, Lisa, you like you? Lisa, are you proud of you? Lisa, are you playing full out? Every day before I checked in with anybody else. I was willing to inconvenience my entire life. My entire life. I was willing to disrupt my entire life to buy my future, to buy my possibility, to give my dream a chance. See, we're not supposed to tuck our dreams in on the, on the pillow when we get up in the morning. We're not supposed to leave them at home and go and fulfill somebody else's dream. We're not supposed to do that. That's not what we're wired to do. That's not who we are. Your human spirit doesn't care about the economy. The human spirit doesn't care that my son's father went to prison. My, the human spirit doesn't care what's happened to your family. The human spirit doesn't care about the past. You may have been molested or your family may have been broke or, or you may have been betrayed or you may have a divorce. Your human spirit doesn't care about any of that. Your human spirit simply says, what's our command for tomorrow what do you want to create it's not keeping score your brain is keeping score because your brain is designed to keep you safe your soul your intuition your human spirit is designed to make you soar when you get to the edge your brain will always tell you to step back it's always going to tell you to step back because you can fall, always. It's gonna tell you to step back. Because before you fail, the last time you did this, you saw someone else fail, you could hurt, you could be off work. It's gonna tell you, it's designed to keep you safe. So you have to be willing to play between your brain and your soul. And on some days, you gotta just listen to your soul. And you gotta say, I'm gonna leap, I'm gonna get to the edge. Most people are at the edge, and you're standing at the edge, and you're watching everyone else fly. That's pit my ride, watch my crib, all this stuff. You know, watching people's lives on Facebook. You're at the edge, watching someone else live, wondering what it's gonna be like when you jump without ever jumping. And I'm just here to tell you, jump. 
Because only three things can happen. You're either gonna jump and fly, or you're gonna jump and fall on something soft, or you're gonna fall down hard. Either way, you're gonna get back up. You already know you got what it takes to get back up. You're not, your greatest fear is not that you will fall. Your greatest fear is that you will live a full life and never fly. That you never leaped. You're not afraid of dying. You're afraid of dying before the world sees who you really are. Before they really get your fingerprint. Before they really feel your breath. Before they really get your contribution. Before they really feel you. That's what you don't want to happen. You don't want to leave this place without us knowing you were here. All I'm doing is giving my, my dream a chance. And I'm not extraordinary. You don't get off the hook. You don't get to be let off the hook. I'm an ordinary woman who chooses every day to make one more extraordinary decision. Everything that I need to get back up, I have in me. If I don't have what I need, I can go get it. Once I figured that out, the world was my like playground. Like just, the question was just, where do I go get it? Where do I, oh, I don't know about that. Where do I go get it? Right. And um, and I don't come from a learning background where I was a great student. I wasn't, you know, my highest grade in school was a C plus. And when I got a C plus, I did the happy dance. <laughs> and um, and so I didn't have a background where studying was natural for me. Mm -hmm. But when I realized that if I go study something and I learn it, I own it. It's mine now. Man, it was crazy because all through school I struggled. I, the last time I took an English class, my English teacher told me I was the weakest writer she ever met in her entire life. Lovely. Yeah, lovely. And the same year I took a speech class and my speech teacher, he said, quote unquote, Miss Nichols, I recommend you never speak in public, that you get a desk job. Oh. And so I... That's mean. Yeah, it just, it's just, you know, it was, it was demotivated people, um, sad people, hurt people hurt, sad people make other people sad. Bottom line, don't take it personal, hurt people hurt. See, most people want the convenience of transformation without the inconvenience of required, yes, required for transformation. So my grandmother says, and I love to repeat this, your conviction, what you're passionate about, your conviction and your convenience don't live on the same block. <laughs> they ain't even in the same zip code. So if you wanna have a conviction for something, you have to sign up, sign up to be inconvenienced. We're trying to find convictions and passion and breakthrough on the inside of our box. Well, when you realize that the box doesn't even exist, like someone made up, oh, you're playing outside the box. So we all bought into, there's a box. Well, I don't live in, I don't even own a box. I don't even, I don't even want to get in your box. <laughs> like, mm -mm, you better come out here because I ain't getting in there. And so when you start thinking like that, Tom, all of a sudden, everything is possible. So I, you know, pe I disrupt people when I say, you want to make me extraordinary because it lets you off the hook. What if the God that we call God, the divine, whatever your faith is, what if there's no partial? It's not going to give me a hookup and not give you one. not going to give me an opportunity and not give you one. I'm just going to go after it. If I die, I'm going to die on a treadmill, like Wilson said. I'm going to be on the treadmill running. You know, I'm, not, I'm just not going to stop because I believe all things are available to us. I'm just willing to go after them. Are you willing? And then that is so disruptive because then you got to make a decision. Because it's easier to live inside the parameters of, well, as a black woman, well, as born and raised in South Central, well, I'm academically, I'm dyslexic. I'm dyslexic. I wrote seven books. I'm dyslexic. So just knowing, like, I'm not perfect. What I do really well is I manage my imperfection well. And so we're all waiting for perfect. It's an illusion that will never come to you. And it's an excuse to never show up and play. Your story is not meant to be your fortress. Your story is meant to be your fuel. Any story. 
Like the fact, the beauty of me being one of the top 1% earners in America is that I was on government's assistance. Right. Like that's the beauty. Like, come on, it wouldn't be a big deal if my family was rich, like, whatever. Like, it, I'm supposed to do something. The beauty is that when you show the little engine that could story, like, I'm not gonna run fast, but I ain't gonna stop running. I might slow down and have to breathe and catch my breath, but I'm not stopping, because I believe all things are available to all of us, and good people should do well. Because when good people do well, good people just do more good in the world. I'm that same girl who ran track for Dorsey High School, who struggled to get through high school, who got kicked out of college because I couldn't afford to stay. That was on government's, I'm that same girl. I'm that same girl, I don't forget her. I'm also that same woman who runs a multi-million dollar business. I'm also the same woman who has seven bestsellers. I own both of those. I own all of it. I don't shrink to my greatness and I don't live in my saga and my sorrow. If you can own your brilliance while owning your your imperfections, if you can own your giant while owning your smallness, if you can live in duality, constant duality, the freedom will be earth-shaking. If you can live in that, see either you don't want to be as great as you really are and you're trying to dim your light so that others won't feel insecure about themselves in your presence. And so you keep playing at 79 watts when you know you're supposed to shine at 159 watts and you keep checking the temperature of the room to see what the room can handle versus just giving the room you and letting them, if, the, if your light's too bright, then let them put on some shades. Can you give yourself permission to live in the duality of your imperfections and your smallness and what you're learning and what you still have to learn and your greatness and your brilliance and your light? Can you allow them to coexist and then serve them up to the world? To love you, to see you, to inhale you, to judge you, to leave you, to love you. You're just, some of us are just as afraid of being loved as we are to be left. If you go where you've never gone, do what you've never done and say what you never said, you'll become the woman and the man you've always known yourself to be. Whatever industry you pick, if you outwork everybody, if you try to be a little smarter than everybody, if you try to be a better salesperson than everybody, if you try to be better prepared than everybody, you've got your best chance because if you don't do it and somebody else does, you know, I have the saying, work like someone's trying to take it all away from you. You know, work, mm -hmm. I actually work mm -hmm. like someone's spending 24 hours, working 24 hours to take it all away from you. Mm -hmm. and, and that's kind of the way I look at it. What would you say is the number one reason why people fail? Lack of brains, lack of effort. Lack of brains, lack of effort. Yeah, they just, they don't do the work. They don't learn, you know. When you walk in the room, when you start a business and you start to talk about somebody, you're, you're never in a vacuum with no competition, you know, unless you're just extremely lucky. And if there's gonna be competition, that means somebody else knows your business as well as you do when you get started. 
And if you walk into a competitive environment and they still know more about the business than you do and more about your customers, you're gonna lose. But most people don't consider that. They don't do the work. They don't learn more about their industry. They don't know even about their business. I mean, and so you've gotta put in the effort to know more about your industry than anybody else. Um, and that's, that's the brains part and that's the effort part as well. Because look, if you're competing with me, you, you better know what you're doing, otherwise I'm gonna kick your ass. You know, and you're not gonna outwork me. And so, you know, the combination is usually what kills businesses early on more than anything. You could, within a five, 10 minute, minute interview, say, this dude's not gonna make it as an entrepreneur. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can typically tell, right? I can tell um, by, by um, their passion, I can tell by their focus, I can tell by their preparation. You know, there, there's a whole realm of things in any business. Here, you know, here's, here's the business you're in, and here's a thousand things that influence whether or not you're gonna be successful. You know, through my experience in businesses, I can put myself in his position and say, okay, here are 900 of the thousand things he has to be aware of, and then go through and ask. And by how many of those or her um, issues they've been able to address already, that kind of gives me a sense of how hard they're willing to work. You know, and I can tell by the questions they ask me. So all I have to do is say, okay, what do you want to know? And you know, when they start saying, what should I do? They ask you. Yeah, you know, and that's fine, right? And I want them to ask questions, but you know, people like to say, you know, the only stupid questions are the one you don't, ones you don't ask, and that's not right, right? Because the questions you ask tell me, tell whoever more about you than anything else you do. Because in particular, it tells me about your preparation. If you ask me questions about just basic things that you should have known and you should have down to a science, that's going to disqualify you almost more than anything. If you're not always learning, if to this minute, if, if I'm not continuously learning, if I'm not just absorbing as much as I can absorb, someone else is gonna kick my ass, right? So you talk about paranoia. The, the greatest source of your paranoia should be knowledge. If someone else knows more than you do, and if you're not learning, if you don't know, if you don't know how to learn, if you don't have a thirst for learning and acquiring information, you're, you're SOL. Do you think there needs to be a healthy level of paranoia? Oh, absolutely. There needs to be. Oh, yeah. I okay. mean, I always say, you know, for every one of my businesses, I, I say, what would I do to kick my own ass? You right? So whatever business you have, there's somebody trying to put you out of business. There's somebody trying to, to take a bite out of mm -hmm. your business. Mm -hmm. And it's better for you to figure out how they're going to do it rather than they do it. Um, and so, yeah, that's being paranoid. And so you have to be paranoid. You have to anticipate other people's next moves. And you can't ever, you know, downplay the competition. I was at a business plan competition this morning for, at a college and they were kind of being dismissive of the competition and so you can't ever do that. You know, they're out there trying to take you down and they're not just going to sit still and if you're good, really, really good, you're going to inspire them to work even harder, faster, better. And so you have to be, you know, very self-aware of what you're good at and what other people are good at and, you know, a healthy dose of paranoia makes a big difference, is very helpful. Let's transition to a different subject with college. Uh -huh. You went to IU, yep. right? Now you got a lot of people that uh, say, uh, forget about school, you know, they're drop idiots. out of school. They're, they're idiots. So you think they're, they're idiots. idiots. Tell me why. Um, if you're gonna have and run a business, if you don't understand accounting, you're already behind the eight ball. Can't you hire a guy that's, that knows how to but run But then they, they still have to communicate to you. Your accountant might tell you, you're profitable, but your cash is going down. You know, not understanding, um, a breakdown and and when you don't 
Do you think you need college to learn that? Yeah, I think you do, right? Because it, it may not, for some people, look, if you're so self-motivated that you can take an online course in accounting and teach yourself everything, you're way ahead of the game anyways, but most people aren't. I don't care if you go to a community college and take accounting and, and spend 99 bucks for the class. Just, you know, spending the money forces you to be more obligated to do it, but accounting, finance, lesser extent marketing, sales if the school offers that. These are all the, that's the language of business. And so while it's possible to teach yourself these things and while it's possible to hire them, mm -hmm. when you're starting your own company, you don't want to have to spend money hiring an accountant. Well, let me take that. If you've gone through all these classes, you probably don't have to hire a lawyer to incorporate, right? Got you can probably figure out yourself. And so your cost of opening up a business drops, but even more important than all that, that's, that's the blocking and tackling. That's the language of business. You know, the thing I learned at Indiana that was more important than anything else, I learned how to learn. And learning became far more important to me because the one certainty in business is that it's always going to be changing. Um, how does one entrepreneur increase the speed in areas that they can increase? There's certain things you can't control. Speed in one way. Speed of growing your business. All right. So, so how fast can I grow? Yeah, I mean, it just depends. You've got to know your own skill set, right? And you've got to know how that fits within your company's life cycle. Um, you know, some companies are slow, slow grind. And you just have to understand that. And you've just got to bide your time until it starts to click and then grow with it quickly. You know, if you're trying to release a product that needs to be ubiquitous, you've got to go um, as fast as you can and, and then, you know. Release hope, a product, yeah, like a launch. Yeah, and, and you know, there, there's a lot of people who will say, you know, perfection is the enemy of profitability, right? And that doesn't mean you have to wait till it's a perfect product. It really just depends on what the product is. That, you know, a, a barbershop, right? Is it an app? Is it um, a service? Is it a product? But, you know, the, the key is looking for the low hanging fruit. What are the, what are, what customers are willing to write you a check or commit to it? You know, so that they're willing to integrate it into their daily lives or integrate it into their daily business. And so getting a commitment either through time or revenue is typically what I look for. And so if I can get a commitment, then I'm, I'm going to be able to learn. I'm going to see how they use it. Do they sustain usage? And then once I get the next one, you know, hopefully it came a little bit faster than the first mm -hmm. one. Then I can ask for referrals and then the next one, then the next one. And I just try to ramp it up. You know, when I bought the Mavs, we, we had no season ticket holder base. And so literally it was a, a matter of just putting a list of former season ticket holders in a white pages back then, you know, on my desk next to my phone and making phone calls. You. Yeah, me. Yeah, because if I'm not going to do it, so how can I expect someone else to, to do me. it, right? So just get on the phone. Hey, this is Mark Cuban. I'm the new owner of the Dallas <laughs> Mavericks. You know, I'd like to invite you back for a game. It's not, though. This is my business. But you, 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 you can't get regular sales guys or something to make those calls once they get to a quarter. You, you're a guy yeah. that's a billionaire. You're making those well, calls. But that's all, you know, and that's fine and good, right? Because everybody's got their own goals, right? And But still, I, I don't want anybody at the Mavs to be able to say, well, he's not willing to do the work, right? There's... You know, if I walk around, I'm picking up all the papers. I'm not saying go get that picked up. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, that's trash. I'm picking it up. Um, so, but in terms of speed of growth, it, it's really, you got to get that first customer first. And then when you get that first, what did you learn? Reiterate, get that next customer. And then hopefully as you learn more and more through the process, then the next one, the next one, the next one becomes, comes by even faster. You know, alluding to it earlier about entrepreneurs being born or built, you know, and I think they're, I knew I was wired to be excited about business. How or why, I don't know, but 
you know, and there's certain guys that have the genetics to jump out of the gym, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. There's certain guys, you know, that, you know, when they golf, they have the muscle memory and, and the discipline. You know, Dirk um, Nowitzki may not be the most talented guy in the NBA, but his discipline and his focus to do what's necessary to be successful, he's willing to do and combine it with being seven feet tall and being skilled, you know, it makes him an amazing basketball player. So it's, it's understanding what your skill set is, finding the right place to use those skills, and then going for it. You know, will that make you 250 grand? It depends if you pick the right industry. You know, I started my first business when I was 12. I was buying and selling um, baseball cards, buying and selling stamps, anything I could do to make money, I, I was hustling and trying to do. So I was into business, but I, I, not so much where it was, all my friends were into it with me, so they wouldn't know. And baseball so, cards. Yeah, baseball cards, you name it. I mean, I grew up in Pittsburgh, and so I would, probably even less than 12 years old, I would go out and buy a bunch of baseball cards that I collected, and I would package, I would say, okay, you're guaranteed to have a Pittsburgh Pirate in this package, and I would charge three times as much, and I'd set up on this park bench down in the park down in Scott Township where I grew up, and um, I'd have these little sales. And it was great, I made money, and I, I mean, it was, you know, and I, I learned as much about business when I was 9, 10, and 12, as I, I learned any other time. Impossibility is a word that people use that refuse to identify with the greatness within themselves. You believe that the impossible can't become possible? You are holding on to doubt and fear, despair, thinking you at the end of your rope, that there's nothing else left that you have within you to give? That is not the mindset that you want to have. The impossible is possible. Your job is simple. All you gotta do is believe. Believe in spite of. Believe it could happen anyway. But most importantly, believe it could happen for you. I know you believe it can happen, but you have trouble believing it could happen for you. It's time to throw on the I'm possible mindset. It means believing that I'm bigger than my zip code. It means I'm bigger than my paycheck. I'm bigger than my degrees. I'm bigger than what mama said or what the teacher said. The I'm possible mentality. These times that we're living in right now are challenging for a lot of people today. But someone has to take a stand. Someone has to be strong. Someone has to have the idea Someone has to believe. Why can't it be you? Impossible is possible. There was a time in your life you didn't feel that you had the strength to carry on. Impossible was possible. You felt alone. You felt empty inside. You felt a sense of hopelessness. But impossible was possible. Darkness. 
came into your life, but you figured out how to get light within you. Impossible was possible. People in the world right now will find ways to try to tear you down and keep you down. You have got to realize there is so much more to you than what you can ever imagine. So you've got to make it possible, possible. Don't get to a point in your life where you feel that you can't carry on because there's more life to you than death. Impossible is possible. Don't give up, don't give in, and don't submit to the negativity. All you got to do is hold on a little bit longer and make sure you understand that impossible is possible. Possible is gonna become your reality. If you're willing to do the impossible. Somebody that says that something is impossible has not tapped into the power of their will. You can't do what everybody else is doing and think you're going to do something great. You got to do something different. You got to do something extra. Listen to me. You have to think it all the time. You got to think about it when you're sleeping. You have to breathe it all the time. You have to visualize it all the time. You have to be transforming all the time. But now is not the time to give in. Now is not the time to give up. Now is the time to double down. You get yourself in a position where you start to doubt yourself. You have no faith. You don't trust what's coming next. But there is nothing that could come out of this if you don't have the faith and the capabilities of pushing forward. Impossibility versus possible is a matter of the will. People that get the job done, they have a will to get it done. So many of us are so focused on the how, and we say the how is so cumbersome, it is so daunting, it is so hard, so challenging, that I don't want to do it because, because that how is too crazy. The how doesn't matter, it's, it's the why. If it don't challenge you, it won't change you. If it won't challenge you, it won't change you. People ask me, would you let success change you? Listen to me. People got it twisted. It ain't about, will success change you? You got to change in order to get success. The change happens first. If you want the impossible to become possible for you, you got to believe in yourself. You got to go make it happen. No more waiting for it to happen. No more blaming. No more excuses. No more accepting mediocrity. Stop blaming your mama. Stop blaming your daddy. Stop blaming your neighborhood. Stop blaming your husband. Stop blaming your wife. Stop blaming people. Start grinding. And the only difference between people who lose and people achieve is the person who achieved tried one more time. You must understand that you are a unique individual and you have all the things that you need within you. I need you to go find a mirror right now and tell yourself, I'm possible. I'm possible. I'm possible. What is impossible is possible for those who believe. Stop thinking about they and start thinking about you. 
everything is not going to go the way you want it to go. You have to understand that the struggle must happen. Weakness will come. And all of these things that you are enduring right now in your life is just going to teach you rather than necessarily break you. You don't have to give in to these circumstances, but you can learn from them. You can give it what it needs, but don't give in to the weakness and the satisfaction of giving up. There is nothing that can come of this. There's nothing that you can achieve of this. Don't satisfy the misery. Instead, satisfy the hunger to be more than what you are today. Turn the impossible to the possibility. How long does it take for you to respond and get back to you, back to your grind, back to your dreams? At first you hit last time and you quit. At first you hit last time you threw in the towel. Not this time. No, 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 because you're stronger. Not this time, uh-uh, because you're smarter. Not this time because you're more determined. When was the last time you believed in you? You believed in everybody else. You bled this long. You cried this long. You have suffered this long. The moment that you accept the fact that if you will shift your perspective, that your perspective is no longer your prison, but it is your passport. It is your plane. You got to have the grit and the tenacity to push forward and give it a little bit more than what you have right now. You got to sacrifice your feelings. You gotta sacrifice your emotions. You gotta sacrifice your sleep. You gotta sacrifice your own way of thinking. You gotta sacrifice your own way of doing. You gotta sacrifice your own way of being. You gotta sacrifice the old you so you can become the new you. You gotta make sacrifices if you ever want the impossible to become possible for you. You have to work due diligently. You have to believe that there's more work that has to be done day in and day out. Sometimes you may even feel defeated. But just because you feel defeated doesn't mean that you are. You may be depleted, but you're not defeated. And you have to have the will to carry on. This message is for everybody and anybody that has enough guts to believe that they were born to make a difference, that they were born to make history. I refuse to be average. I am allergic to average. I was born to leave a mark. Impossible. It's possible. So continue to fight forward. Continue to believe in yourself. Hold on to the possibilities. Get away from the negativity. Push yourself, believe in yourself, and go as far as you can.